0: The midfield for Sunday morning's test has changed. Goodhue will partner Sonny Bill Williams in the midfield. Crotty is taking a bench role. Anton Leonard Brown gets a spell. Uh, also, uh, Reed, that's Kieran, Owen Franks, Aaron Smith, uh, reclaim their positions in the starting 15. Mo'anga remains in the reserves uh, ahead of Damian McKenzie. Uh, just run through that team for you. Tu'unukawafi, Taylor, and Franks. Whitelock, Scott Barrett, Frizzell, Kane, and Reed as your pack. Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett. Ioane, Williams, Goodhue, Naholo and Ben Smith make up that back line. And off the bench, Harris, Perry, Tungfasi, to Onfasi, to Savia, Perinara, Moanga and Crotty. And to talk about that, we're joined by Nigel Yeldon. We've woken him up at Sparrows Fart, but that's the, uh, the nature of rock star international travel now, isn't it, Nigel?
1: Uh, apparently, Darcy, yes. Very good evening <laughs> to you, my friend.
0: Yes, and uh, a good day, good morning. Very early good morning to you. Does this represent the best of the best, do you think? I know it's uh, horses for courses, but when you look across this, you'd suggest that he's fully armed, the cavalry are back, and they don't want to make the same mistake again.
1: Yeah, I think of the, the side or the players that are available to him at the moment, standing, of course, there are a few of their, their, their big guns, like Sir Retellick and Squire and Co., who are out with injury. This is the best that he's got. Um, I guess there could be questions with regards to that midfield combination because we know how good Williams and Crotty are. But I think if you go purely on form, Jack Goodyear is the best centre in New Zealand at the moment with the way that he has played. Um, and, and I'm excited about that midfield combination. You've got a guy who is arguably one of, if not the best offloader that the game has seen. Paired up with a guy who is one of the best line runners. You think back to some of the angles that Jack Goodhue has run off, funnily enough, Ryan Crotty uh, at Super Rugby level. We know he's got pace, we know he's got power, we know he's got a good distributing game as well. I'm quite excited to see how that combination will gel. We saw it a little bit in that third test against France and Dunedin, 58 minutes worth. It was pretty good then, solid, particularly more defensively. Attacking-wise, probably never really got the opportunity to show what it was capable of. But I think that's quite a neat combo. The other names you talk about, look, you're bringing back in, when you bring in Owen Franks, Captain Kieran Reed, and Aaron Smith into the starting lineup, you return, I think it's 293 test caps worth of experience. That That's pretty handy to have.
0: But it's enormously handy, and I expect Owen Franks will be ready to go get busy after what he saw his fellow front rowers do to Argentina last week. It's like not on my watch, mate. That's my job. He'd be absolutely fearsome, I think, uh, on Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. But I mean, it was it was quite neat speaking with Owen. We spoke to him when we arrived to South Africa, and the the pride he's got. You know, I think we've spoken, and 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 I don't mean this in a demeaning way. I think we've spoken to Owen Franks from a media point of view more this year than we might have in, in his entire career. But he is just really starting to—he—he he loves the teaching aspect of it. You can see that, and I've seen that over a few years with the work he's done with Offa afasi And he was just genuinely proud. Um, I and you can't blame him. I mean, that was, you know, some of the scrummaging uh, against—we know a, very, a weakened, um. Argentine scrummaging unit. It was, it was they absolutely destroyed them. Um, you know, at one point, I really thought Carl Tuiluku head was going to come out of the back of <laughs> Romero Herrera's neck. I mean, it was just so brutal some of the stuff he was doing. So, yeah, he'll be fired up by that. And and that's the thing, Darcy, is that, that the All Blacks inspire the All Blacks as much as any other team in the world. I, I still think you know people say who are the All Blacks' greatest rival. I I still think it's themselves, I don't think anyone else motivates an all-black team to perform the way that an all-black team does, and whilst, yep, we'll talk about the fact that South Africa won that test in Wellington, was the all-blacks disappointed with aspects of their own performance that really got them g'd up.
0: How much do you think they adjusted out of that disappointment in Wellington to what they did against the Argentines? What what tweaks did they make? Because we, we know that as far as territory and possession is concerned, they absolutely dominated, but it didn't do them a squat load of good up against uh, the, the South Africans. Changed a wee bit back to the norm up against Argentina. Are we expecting more of the same this weekend after they, I suppose, maybe they reached breaking point with their expansive nature of the play and they just backed things off a wee bit and they started getting the results?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's just, you know, it's the... You know, they often talk about the risk versus reward. I just think what what you saw the following week was there was a little bit more um, efficiency. They were back to being their efficient best against Argentina. When they had opportunities, generally they took them. Against South Africa, um, they created opportunities. And, you know, remember this is a team that scored six tries in that particular game. Um, but they still weren't as efficient. They probably should have scored more. Um, they created breaks and there was... Uh, Great scramble D by South Africa, which um, prevented them from scoring more. Um, so I think what it comes down to is they'll, they'll want to be more efficient. That's what I liked about the performance against Argentina. There were still aspects. Unfortunately, those tests in Argentina seem to have taken on a a little bit of a pattern, which means that the... All Blacks jump out nice and early. Argentina fight back a little bit late in the half. There's some ill discipline by the All Blacks, and someone will get yellow carded either just before halftime or just after it. Uh, and then the the second half can be a bit niggly. Um, you know, there's influence, I remember influences of TMOs in the last few years as well. So, you know, it, it's taken that sort of a, a, a trend uh, with regards to it. But then I, I think the All Blacks, it, it reminded me, this week has reminded me a little bit about um, the. Weeks in between when the All Blacks lost in Chicago and when they played Ireland in Dublin. And I'm seeing similarities to that. Steve Hanson, we've asked him a bit with regards to that. He was sort of like, oh, each to their own. Um, but it's just a personal point of view. I can see the similarities. I can see the intensity. I can see the intensity in Steve Hanson as well. He he hurts when they get beaten and when they get beaten like that as well. So, you know, I, I think we're in for a fascinating contest. And, and that team, Darcy, it's a, it's. As I say, I think it's the strongest possible line-up that they have available to them.
0: I'm interested in the loose forward trio. I think we all are coming back in there, Kane and um, Frizzell. But hasn't he come on in leaps and bounds? We know what Kane can do and does do. But Frizzell, I, I'm challenging in a, in a different manner, Squire, for that jersey.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think... <laughs> What it comes down to is, man, we're getting to see him play. And and let's be honest, we we haven't seen him play much at Super Rugby level, and we haven't seen him play much uh, at uh, the uh, the provincial level to a degree too. But, you know, we're seeing all of the things that Steve Hansen and the selectors told us about when they chose him, you know, a little bit out of the blue. Uh, You know, big physical presence, strong as an ox, um, good ball carrier, but I think it was that defensive work. I mean, he and Kane... And you know, that test Buenos Aires, the, the defensive stuff that they got through was outstanding. So too Ardi Savia for that matter as well. Um, but yeah, he's he's a, a big, solid lump of a lad. He is an athlete. When he gets into space, we know he can move. And so you're right, you know, these, these are the sort of performances if he can keep trucking along. You know, you've seen the likes of what Carl Dui Nukuafi can do. Now when Joe Moody comes back, does Joe automatically walk back into that front row? there are a lot of you know, I, I personally think no he doesn't. He he's gonna to have to really show some some um some really good form to be able to outdo Nikolafi given what Carl's doing at the moment. And I get the sense that, you know, if Shannon can continue to play like this, it'll be similar sort of a challenge for Liam Squire.
0: What about the bench? There's always interest over the bench, but I suppose the the interchangeable nature the the ability this team have got to switch it will they maybe the fact that some guys can't cover all positions doesn't matter because in the back line inherently they've got that anyway, regardless
1: yeah, I think the interesting one in the in the in the reserves I think when you go through it, you know Harris Perry tornanifussi. You know, the the, uh, number twos to the guys who are um, in that starting unit, and they have been for a little while now. Tim Perry, I think, you know, he's another guy who's developing quite nicely, uh, given this will only be his fifth test match come Sunday morning. Uh, Offer to Nafasi, I think, sort of showed exactly why he is held in such high regard by the coaches and also his fellow players, too, against Argentina. Tui Pelotu's doing a nice job, given the opportunity that he's been given. We saw what Artie did. He was arguably the best on the park against Argentina. Um, I guess the interesting one, a lot of people will be looking at Richie Moa and going, oh, has he jumped ahead of Damien McKenzie? We honestly don't know because the way that that particular selection was put to us by Steve Hansen was it was more about the travel schedule of Damien McKenzie having to have that extra trip back to Argentina for that unfortunate fortunate family bereavement, then having to fly all the way back. They didn't want to put extra load on top of him by having to play a game. Now, clearly, if something happens to either Richie Moanga and or Bowden Barrett between now and uh, Sunday morning New Zealand time, McKenzie is going to have to play. But I think they're wanting to try and uh, avoid that. So that's the reason why Moanga gets the start So, uh, or gets onto the bench. So even then, we're not sure. Has he, it's not a form thing. They're saying it's more of a travel thing. So it still remains a little bit of a mystery as to how they see that going forward.
0: I'll let you get back to the Breakfast Buffet shortly, uh, Big Silverback, but before that, what's the, the sense like in the Republic after their team managed the impossible in Wellington? How confident are they? What's the talk?
1: Uh, first of all, Breakfast Buffet doesn't open for another hour, okay, Darcy? <laughs> so uh, just be aware of that. Give am uh, a look, chance to get confidence in the queue, levels? mate.
0: I'm sure there's a queue there already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the confidence levels here in the Republic, I mean, they're clearly buoyed. Um, and they followed up uh, that victory over New Zealand with a win over Australia. They... They, they weren't completely pleased with that effort, and I can understand why. I mean, I think all the tries were scored in the opening sort of half an hour, and then she was pretty dour for the next 50 minutes. Um, but again, they, they leaned on their defence. Their defence got the job done for them, and that's the thing that, you know, they're, they're getting confidence out of that defensive fact, the fact that they can stop teams from scoring points. You know, defence wins championships. Darcy, you've been around sport long enough to know that's the cliché, but they're feeling a, a lot more bullish. And another win over New Zealand, Sunday morning. I think that would really send things up, uh, to, up to another level here in the Republic. Um, but, you know, they're, they're playing some some nice rugby. Uh, their attack probably isn't what it should be. Yeah, they scored five tries against the All Blacks, but we know that if a couple of them were were handed to them. Um, but they, they feel as though they're building nicely. But when you've got that good defensive system rolling along and that's in place and that's nice and accurate at the moment. That just gives any team a a big fill-up no matter what the sport they are playing and that's what we're seeing with South Africa at the moment.
0: And before you go, I believe you've got someone to thank otherwise you wouldn't have got there. You would have had to swim.
1: Yeah, no, Air New Zealand's done a great job, as they always do. I mean, I can't remember how many years now they've been involved with us in, in getting us around the world to be able to uh, keep an eye and cover all the uh, the All Blacks test matches that since I've been involved. So Air New Zealand doing a great job getting me here, there and everywhere Um, and uh, very much looking forward to this game in Pretoria on Saturday morning. Great
0: stuff. Live call with Nigel Yeldon from the Heart of the Beast. They call it Loftus Versfeld It is